Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. College basketball writer C.J. Moore with us from The Athletic. C.J., welcome. Hey, how's it going? By the way, before we get started, a uh, lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, kudos for your feature on Josh Schertz, the head coach at Indiana State. I finally got around to reading that over the weekend. Very good. And the Sycamores with a big win over the weekend against Drake. How legit are they? I think they're really good. I, I think they're they're a team that could win a couple games in the tournament. Um, it'll depend a lot on matchups. They've got a big kid um, that plays in the middle um, that is a little slow-footed. And uh, he kind of reminds me, Robbie Avila is his name. He kind of reminds me of George Niang a little bit. Um, but I think if they can avoid like a really athletic front court, like Michigan State kind of gave them problems when they played them. Um, I think they've got a shot to, to win a few games. And offensively, they're as, they're as fun as anybody to watch. They, they can really shoot it. Everybody can pass. They move. They're, they're fun to watch. What is, what is your evaluation of the Missouri Valley Conference in, in total? Obviously, Wichita State was there. The American has gotten a lot weaker since Wichita State has left. Are those comparable conferences at this point, or is the American still fairly comfortably ahead? I, I would still put the, the American in front of it, but it's it's probably closer than, than you would think. Um, I think the Valley is pretty strong this year. I think Indiana State, Drake, and Bradley like are all good enough to to win games in the NCAA tournament. Now, <clears throat> if Indiana State wins this conference tournament, Bradley and Drake are going to have a hard time getting at large. As I think Indiana State could actually get in at large if they don't win it. Um, but I, I do think, like having watched all three of those teams play, um, I think they're pretty dang good. And um, the American has dropped off a little bit but but you know i do think you know we'll see how long fau can keep it going after you know i i would expect dusty will probably leave this year um if not in the next couple of years um you know we'll see if he can keep it if, if that program can keep it going and i think north texas is um you know has another good coach and and then in a decent spot here going forward but the the league um as far as like, you know, losing those, those teams that lost is just not quite on the level it was when it had Houston and Cincinnati and, and, and that group still there. College basketball writer C.J. Moore with us from The Athletic. We'll get to KUK State here in a moment, but we had Jason Munns from the Memphis Commercial Appeal on the show, and we floated the idea, could Penny be in some trouble because they were reeling uh, they managed to get off the hook. Wichita State had them dead to rights, but Memphis found a way to win that game. Uh, Jason's opinion was that 
it would almost take a natural disaster for Memphis to move on from Penny Hardaway. Is that mm-hmm. your uh, belief as well? Yeah, I, I think when, you know, he's so, um, you know, he's one of theirs. And um, I, I think he still, while like I'm sure some of their fan base is frustrated with how this season is just falling apart. Um, he did make the last two NCAA tournaments. And, you know, he's won 20 games every year he's been there, assuming they'll get there this year. Um, so while it's not like, um, you know, he doesn't have a necessarily role in, um, I do think he's probably won enough to be okay. Um, but what's what's happening there this year is it's, it's, it's pretty crazy because, you know, they were – I'm not sure how high they got up in the rankings. Uh, they might have been top ten at some point. I don't know. But they got pretty darn high. And, and now, I mean, they're – they got some work to do to make an NCAA tournament. I wanted to ask you about Wichita State real quick because, you know, it seems like a lot of people think it could be a quick fix if you just go into the transfer portal and reshape and remake your whole roster. Mm-hmm. I feel like if, if they want an eight or nine or ten-man rotation, they probably need five or six or seven new players, and those guys might need to be their top five or six players. So that's what people say. How realistic, though, is that to just pull from the transfer portal for a program like Wichita State and, and rebuild sort of on the fly? I don't know that it's totally realistic because you don't you don't have you're not getting like your your first options right like the high major guys are going to scoop up the the players that most people think are the best ones and and you can find some some kind you know some hidden gems in there um, you know I was just at Colorado State and like they've gotten a couple D two guys the last couple of years who have been really good for them and then they got a guy Colorado who was coming down a level um, who's been really good. So, I mean, you, you can find, you know, two, three pretty good ones. And, you know, sometimes that's all it takes to, to really flip you. But um, I do think for Wichita State, it's important to build with with some young high school guys as well and not just put all your eggs in that portal basket. That's, that's a hard way to live year in and year out. Talking now with C.J. Moore, let's get to the game in Manhattan tonight, Kansas and Kansas State. Uh, K-State is struggling right now. Kansas coming off a huge win on Saturday at Allen Fieldhouse against Houston. Uh, that one was plain to see what was going to happen, in my opinion, now with 2020 hindsight. Uh, what are you expecting in this game tonight? Kansas State obviously needs to find a way to regroup a little bit. Tough to do against KU. Yeah, yeah, it is tough to do, especially because I, I think – Ever since that, like the Iowa State game, I felt like Kansas was kind of turning in the corner and figuring it out, and just ran into a team in that one where they were really, really hot, <clears throat> made a bunch of threes. But I thought KU actually played well in that game, so I think we have like three straight games where Kansas is playing at a pretty high level, and um, you know, unless fatigue sets in or or something like that, um, I mean, you never know in a rivalry game, but I just don't think K State's that good. I, I just don't think it's a. I don't think it's an NCAA tournament caliber team now they go win at kansas beat kansas today and their resume is starting to look you know a little better and 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 we'll see but i think k-state's kind of quick start in the league was was more schedule based than anything else and um i'd I'd be surprised if if k-state wins tonight but win a rivalry game and and, you know trump saying they're struggling lately and um you know he's going to have those dudes ready to play and, and they'll be really excited so 
we'll see. But I, I, I just don't, I, you know, I haven't really haven't seen it all year with K State, um, even with that that quick start they got off to. I wanted to ask you about Johnny Furphy because this is the kind of player who seems to always develop. Uh, under Bill Self, and now he's become. I I made the uh, the comment the other day. Man, he he's in that mix as uh, potentially their best offensive player. Uh, did I don't think this is a huge surprise, but it just speaks to the uh, the the greatness of Bill Self as a coach to be able to to get Johnny Furphy through some difficult times, and here we are in February, and he's he looks like a star. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy story. I mean, he um, and I'm, I'm I'm kind of working on it now. Um, you know, he's a guy that I think is going to go in the first round of the NBA draft if he keeps us up, or even or even anything close to it. You know, keeps us up. So, um, you know, here a few weeks ago he wasn't even playing that much, and now you know I'm I'm having scouts text me that they think he's going to go in the first round. It's not just me saying that. So, um, been pretty remarkable. I think you know Australian guys, guys that come over from overseas. I think they they know how to play and, and they understand um, team basketball. So I think that helped him a lot. And then just getting an opportunity and getting his confidence going. I think early in the year, you know, his confidence was probably a little shaky, but once he got some confidence, man, you, you're, I, I went to a practice in the preseason and you could see it then just with the way he moved and the way he understood the game. And then the way the ball came off his hand when he shot it, like he, you, you, it's one of those jump shots. When you see it, you're like, Oh, that's, that's a special one. And and to have the size he has and a little you know athleticism pop, um, he kind of had the whole package. It was just a matter of time before he got the confidence and and kind of got comfortable in KU system. But he's totally changed. I think the way you have to talk about Kansas because because you're right. Like he's he's probably their best perimeter scorer right now. Even though Kevin McCullers having an outstanding year, um, Furphy's just kind of a more natural talent as, as far as scoring the ba- basketball. So it seems like we go into a lot of seasons, and I hope I'm not just making this up, talking about uh, KU having some depth. And that this year was probably one of those years, but then there were transfers, disciplinary stuff. Some guys didn't come. Um, so it ends up they are basically five deep, not much from their bench. How much would the mm-hmm. product uh, of KU basketball year-to-year look if, if Bill Self trusted eight or nine guys uh, to play solid minutes? Well, I, I think that if you if you really look at the teams that that do well in the NCAA tournament, um, I don't think many teams play more than seven or eight guys. So the the fact that Kansas does like like KU is maybe on it's 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 not super um, normal this year in the in the fact that um, you know they basically have no bench like they're they're three hundred and forty fifth in in the number of minutes their bench played this year. So so the, it's it's an extreme. But I don't think it's unusual to have, you know, seven, eight-man rotation and, and, and make it far in the NCAA tournament. I also think, like, KU still got some guys that, you know, El Marco Jackson, I think, kind of fits better now in the six-man role. Um, you know, if they can just get a few minutes here and there from Parker Brown and, you know, maybe a couple from Nick Timberlake every game. Like, once it gets in the NCAA tournament and you have those long timeouts, I think they'll be okay. It's, all, it's more the long conference grind where, like, it becomes a problem. Um, but yeah, I think that the, the transfer portal and, and guys maybe not wanting to wait around um, to see if they'll play, um, maybe running guys off to, to, to try to get some quick fixes in the portal and those quick fixes like a Nick Timberlake don't always work. Um, like that wasn't the best money spent. 
and from an NIL uh, situation. But, um, you know, I, I just think this has been a year where, where KU maybe took a couple swings and, and missed in the portal, and then the Arterio Morris one is what really burns them because um, he was a guy that, you know, he's obviously talented enough to play at Kansas and would be impacting this team. Um, but that was a, a, a character chance that they took and, and didn't really work out for him. C.J. Moore here for another minute or so. So I I just quickly wrote down a list of teams uh, that are disappointing, in my opinion. Uh, I didn't mm-hmm. include any from the Big 12 because of the, the power of that conference, but that doesn't mean uh, there aren't some disappointments. I think Oklahoma uh, would would qualify as one right now, the way they're playing. But of these teams, who's the biggest disappointment? Uh, USC, Arkansas, UCLA, Ohio State, Michigan, or Missouri? Read, read those last three off. You went so quickly. I'm trying to process them all. I do go, I do go <laughs> quickly because I'm not at all comfortable with this list. But uh, USC, Arkansas, UCLA, Ohio State, Michigan, and Missouri. U- USC would be the one that, that jumps out to me as the most disappointing just because – I watched them this summer and um, on their overseas trip, I, I tried to watch as many of those as I could. And, you know, they had the top incoming freshman coming in and Isaiah Collier, and he looked like a dude. And they also have Boogie Ellis and Kobe Johnson, who are probably two guys that I wouldn't be surprised if all three of those guards end up playing in the NBA. Um, and then they've got some, you know, some talented guys up front as well. Um, you can take Bronny James out of the mix because I, you know, felt like he was going to be seventh, eighth guy, whatever. Didn't really matter. But um, I think that's a team that has probably top ten to fifteen talent, and here they're sitting here at nine and thirteen and three and eight in the Pac-12. Like that, that to me is probably the most disappointing. Um, Arkansas, I didn't really like their transfers coming in. <laughs> Missouri, I thought really played over their skis last year. And didn't really love, you know, the transfer mix they brought in. Um, but the, the fact that they haven't won a game in the SEC, that's pretty disappointing. But some of those others, I don't know that I liked the talent in the preseason as much as I liked USC's talent. Like to have a 9-13 and 13 record is just, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's a shock. And by the way, the one team that's uh, caught my attention that I have not watched or had any thought of South Carolina's nineteen and three. Yeah, yeah, same. same. So I, I, I finally ranked them this week, and I think their fans have been yelling at me. But they like didn't play anybody in the preseason, or not the pre sorry the non conference, and it was kind of you felt like maybe schedule based. But hey, you go win at Tennessee, uh, you've got my attention, and and it's it's kind of an old school. You know, he was a Wisconsin assistant and play slow, kind of the swing offense, that pack line, and. Um, but they, you know, they've, he's got some old, big physical guys that um, they're doing a terrific job there. He's he's one. Of the, he's got to be in the mix for uh, for coach of the year. Good stuff, CJ. We always appreciate your time. Thanks for being on with us. All right, take care, guys. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.